Welcome everyone, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Dr. Ray here with Wi-Fi. Sorry, Dickens, if you missed to get back on with you, but I will tell you, we're going to make it up uh, by skipping a break here because I've got Dr. Eric Pearl joining me here today. Take a look at the television screen that you've got in uh, back of us here. You're getting to watch him live in a video session. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about him because I don't want to spend a whole lot of time talking. I want him to talk today, Healing Our Prosperity Consciousness with Dr. Eric Pearl. Joining me here today, has he has done so many times. He is part of our Global Prosperity Initiative, and he is someone that travels the globe extensively all year long to bring light information of reconnective healing onto the planet. He teaches you how to activate utilize the all-inclusive spectrum of healing frequencies that allows us to complete, transcend, move beyond, and kick it up. Dr. Eric Pearl joining me today. Eric, it's so great to have you. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for being here. Um, we started a, a campaign about three weeks ago and just came in, and we are called Global Prosperity Initiative. And I wanted to ask you, when I say that, global prosperity, what does it mean to you, Eric Pearl? Well, you know, prosperity is a really kind of funny thing because um, a lot of people limit their consciousness or their, 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 their concept, I should say, of the word to meaning money. But really, I view prosperity as abundance and abundance in all ways. Healing comes from love, prosperity, abundance, light, unity, and oneness. And, and it's really a consciousness of abundance that we move into. And then we have prosperity um, with the beautiful foliage on the planet. We've got prosperity in our love relationships, in our, in our, in our health. We have... Uh, a more, oh, I'm trying to find it, a, a politically correct word, which doesn't work for me very well since I'm, I believe that once you modify correct, you modify it away from correct. So politically correct already leaves correct. But a more um, balanced, intelligent, common sense driven approach to um, the political situations that are going on. This to me is prosperity, this is abundance, this is light, and this is us demonstrating whatever word we want to use, God, love, or the intelligence of the universe here on the planet and becoming the true spirit that we are inside as we go through life learning our lessons through these little individual costumes we wear called the physical body. And, you know, what I what I love is uh, talking with you, Eric, and I, I, I get to do that probably more often than most people. And I love your perspective on on life, on the world. Uh, I want to talk a little bit uh, about your healing work and the fact that you are now created so many people that can take this work out to heal individuals as well as the planet. How can we begin to heal our prosperity consciousness? That's a wonderful question. Um, I think we have to start by forgiving ourselves for anything and everything <laughs> as it comes about. I, 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 was, um, I just had um, the pleasure of um, spending a little bit of time with my old cats 
who does the oh open up oh I can't say it um, concept of healing work and a lot of that uh, gratitude and, and forgiveness and as we forgive ourselves we we let go of a lot of the baggage we carry that in one way or another tells us that we are not worthy and when we carry this baggage unwittingly of feeling not being worthy and so what happens is is we try to give ourselves back a sense of worthiness artificially by building the ego and we see spiritual things that we want to do but we feel unworthy inside so we approach them from an ego-based concept which becomes a limitation right then and there. We, we, we approach from saying, I want to master this technique and I want to master that technique and I'm, I'm a master here, I'm a master there, I'm a great grandmaster, I, 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 me, me, me. And a lot of what we do, although we give it the words of supposedly being for others, often tends to be more for ourselves because we're compensating, because we're compensating so we're doing instead of observing and being. You know, I, I, I was speaking with Gary Zukov and his wife the other day, who I, I think is, you know, one of the more brilliant people out there speaking um, and, and, you know, always has been truly wonderful. And they were talking about, how do they put this? Uh, they are talking about true power, which is the alignment of our personality with our soul versus external power. External power is when we use power to attempt to change others. It's the perfectionist. Control over others, the ability to manipulate and control. Um, it's inherited, it's purchased, it comes and it goes, it's transient. But, you know, we do do that in healing. Many times we decide that the... the that this healing should have this result and this person should be able to walk again and this person should be able to see again and um, and we base a lot of our self-value on taking credit for bringing about results and consequently we then lose a lot of our sense of self when we don't see the result that we think that should happen when I understand that if someone loses the gifts of their sight, for example, that we think that they should regain it, they think that they should regain it, and their mother thinks that they should regain it. But, you know, sometimes God, maybe, or the intelligence of the universe has another picture in mind, and sometimes our growth needs to step back from that to observe something more. So we need to forgive ourselves when things don't turn out the way we think that they should, and by doing so, we'll start to recognize our own value by merely being present, by rising above the doing, for instance, in the energy world of healing techniques and, and all the, you know, all the, the, the rituals and the protections and the, the I, 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 me, 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 and instead recognize that our true gift is becoming the observer and the observed in this and recognizing that there we contribute so much more. And as we recognize the value, that we have to give, we also begin to recognize that oftentimes 
people don't accept the value of something without being in fair financial exchange for it. And now, in order for us to say, here's a value, here's a gift, be an exchange, I'm doing this for you so that you will allow yourself to receive the gift of it, we first have to recognize our own value. So it continues to be a cycle. I know it sounds, in a sense, as if I'm talking in circles, but what the one thing about a circle is you can come in anywhere on it and then just continue and follow it and it brings itself back together. I love that. I love that you described it like that. You know, and I've been asking that question, Eric, uh, to uh, people all weekend. This is now... Um, uh, it, it, you know, uh, 30 hours of programming uh, that I decided to do um, at this Northwest Women's Show. So, you know, there's uh, an energy of 20, 25,000 women that have been passing through here. You know, today they're walking through. They're, some of them are stopping and listening. They're looking at your picture behind us. And, and you know, there is an energy that is created around this. And I, I wanted to speak with you for a minute about energy. And uh, what energy will, will, will create the lives we desire? And what energy do we get by tapping into a consciousness that may not be about prosperity and thriving? Well, you know, let, let's look at this for a while. Um, let's look at how we've taken care of our own health and how that might have related to our consciousness of love, prosperity, abundance, and stepping into our authentic power of who and what we are. Sometimes we play into games for different reasons. You know, maybe at the time when um, the wife's role was far more subservient, you know, in balance to the husband at the time, maybe it wasn't totally male fault. Maybe it was a balance of things. Um, maybe the uh, more feminine side of things was looking to be taken care of, and that was part of an exchange. And maybe the masculine side was looking to build themselves up by be- being important, and that's why it was still a partnership. It, it was unbalanced in some ways, but I don't think it was so unbalanced externally as it was internally. And when we're not in balance internally, we give away who and what we are. We allow certain phrases. Do you remember way back where the, where the expression used to be doctor's orders? Doctor's orders. Why should I do that? Doctor's orders. Well, if you don't do this, the doctor would say, I can't be responsible. But none of us has the, you know, the, the sense of worth and integrity inside to realize that maybe we should say, well, doctor, if I do do it, will you be responsible? Uh, and so today... By stepping into who and what we are, we're becoming more balanced in ourselves and it's demonstrating itself in the relationships. And part of this is our ability, for instance, to reconnect with healing. We teach people to bring the healing energy and the balance back into the home. And something's out of balance with our children first before we rush them out and and run to give our power away and, and fill them with drugs and toxins and or surgical approaches first let's see if we can bring about healing from in this has from within the family and this has so much to do to bring us back to abundance and prosperity by recognizing our own self-worth because we end up bonding more closely with our families as we do this. We step into the fullness and the power of 
who and what we are. And, you know, this is basically not to negate medicine or antibiotics or anything else. When they're necessary, they're necessary. But um, here, our prosperity, our abundance comes again back to our self-worth. And it's not about beating ourselves up for who we are. It's about forgiving ourselves, or who we were. It's about forgiving ourselves for when we gave our power away. And in doing so, we, we step into our worthiness and saying, here I am, I'm in it again, and look what I learned. Because if I didn't give it up in the first place, I didn't learn how to get it back, I might not know how to help others look for and discover their own power. Oh, Eric, you know, this is uh, Dr. Eric Pearl joining me here today. For those of you that are out here in front of us, uh, yep, up here on this 47-inch screen, that is he uh, speaking. And uh, I want to make sure that we give out your website, Eric. Uh, why don't you take a moment and let people know how they can find out more about you, more about sure. Reconnected Healing. Well, the website is called The Reconnection, thereconnection.com. The book title is The Reconnection, same as the website, The Reconnection, Heal Others, Heal Yourself. It's in approximately 36 different languages. Right now I'm in Palm Springs just starting a second book. Um, we've taught over or close to about 70,000 people worldwide how to do this new level of healing, uh, including maybe about ten to 15,000 mainstream healthcare practitioners, doctors, nurses, physical therapists, but mostly lay people. And we'll be teaching different sessions coming up around the world. I'm on the road. I live out of two suitcases. I'm on the road approximately 45 weeks each year. Um, and for example, March 25 through 27, I'm teaching in Montreal a seminar there, which will be simultaneously translated into French. Um, Doug DeVito will be teaching a seminar on how to do this, one of our main teachers in San Diego. April 16 through 17, and Christine, one of our other instructors, will be teaching this, Christine Up Church, April 30 through May 1, and she'll also be giving one in Vancouver, the 12th to the 13th. But um, if you just go to thereconnection.com, you can see the international schedule and what's available by you. But maybe, Pat, the thing to do is to let people know what they can expect at a seminar so they know whether or not it's something of interest. Absolutely. And we've actually got the picture of it up. I, that was going to be my question. Um, okay. Tell people what this ask. experience is about. <laughs> uh, tell well, tell what us happens, what this is about. This is about a new level of healing that is scientifically demonstrated consistently now to change the level of who and what we are as human beings, it's something that we can all access today, which is part of what's so very, very exciting about this. Anyone who wants to learn it, it's a new level of healing. And what happens at the seminars, generally speaking, um, pretty much is this. Um, Friday night, it's a three-hour presentation where we talk about the history, the theory, the science, the research, how it um helps evolve the DNA and so the scientific research demonstrating that and we give everyone an opportunity to feel this in your hands if you would like. Saturday and Sunday, however, is a working seminar, a real working seminar. So 
understand if you're coming, we're not going to sit around home and sing Kumbaya, my Lord. There's an extraordinary new way of healing that is scientifically measurable and accessible to any one of us who wants to experience it or wants to learn it. What happens is, is I demonstrate a level of it from, oh, by the way, on that Friday night, I also bring people up, volunteers from the audience to demonstrate the healings. But, but on Saturday and Sunday, we'll demonstrate one level of it, and we go to massage tables in groups of two or four. I walk around to each table, so do our teaching assistants, and we show you how to be able to tune into this, to feel it. As you begin to feel certain sensations, you'll start to see the person's body moving involuntarily on the table, and we show you how to feel different sensations, and then you'll start to see their body again involuntarily move and respond in a different Way And as you start to correlate, this is what I'm feeling, this is what I'm seeing, you begin to fairly instantaneously step into your mastery. We go back, we talk about it a little bit more, the philosophy, we demonstrate the next level, we go back to the tables. And by the end of the weekend, just one weekend, not a year or three months, just one weekend, I can pretty much make you two promises. A, you'll be able to do anything and everything and way of healing that I can do, and B, you will be able to do anything and everything in the way of healing that any human being on this planet can do, whether they, as uh, you've heard me say before, whether they were raised by monks in a cave in the mountaintop in Tibet and fed grains of seed or flown in on the beak of an individual bird, or whether they moved to South America and changed their last name of God, it does not matter the story. It only matters our willingness to transcend the story, to demystify the healing process, and take back our own authentic power, our own authentic selves, and step back into prosperity and abundance so that we can be the spirits here that we are on the other side. Oh, my gosh. Uh, you know, Eric, I, I can listen to you. I, I could go on and on and on and listen to you. I mean, every time I get out with you, it is always a new experience. It's always different. And one of the things that I was recently challenging myself about was this idea of uh, standing for something. And I think I got uh, sort of the old me back in my 20s and 30s or so resurrected uh, from a couple of uh, a couple of things that have happened to me recently. And so there's this idea of exploring what we stand for. And so I want to ask you, Eric, a question I've never asked you, and that's this. What does Dr. Eric Pearl stand for? Um, very good question. I think, if we really, I feel, I stated it more accurate, if we distill this down... For following our truth of knowing that we're here to bring about a change. Now, what what I'm flashing on when you ask me that question, which is having me answer this way, is that I remember when these healings first started. Um, when reconnected healing first came about, I mean, this was nothing that I had studied or you know was trained in or thought whatever happened. I mean, I was a chiropractor minding my own business. I went home on a Friday thinking I was a chiropractor. I came in on a Monday and I was something else. My parents always told me I was something else, but this was not what they had in mind. And as these healings started happening, I was asking questions about it, and I found that I actually lost friends 
some of them just by asking questions about it because they thought, how could I even believe in such a thing? And yet, there it was. And so I also met people in the healing arena. And these healings were so dramatic that even they had never seen anything like it. And, and I was just in this wonderful state of awe and beauty about it. And, and they started instilling me. The, the, the healing world today is just started trying to instill me with fear. Well, are you protecting yourself? Are you, are you doing this? Are you doing that? And, and, and the very first fear-based question that I never even dawned on me, they said to me, is, what's the source of this healing? I said, what do you mean? They said, is it a good source? Well, I mean, I knew inherently from experiencing it that it was God, it was love, it was the universe. But these questions were so fear-based, and I thought, well, these must be the experts. They must know. Maybe you're supposed to ask that question. So I said, well, I don't know. How do you find it? How do you find out if it's a good source? And they said, ask it. Even I knew that that was ridiculous, and that's a nice word, ask it. Like asking the good witch of the West, you know, she's a good witch or a bad witch. She'll lie and say she's a good witch. I mean, give me a break. So I thought and I thought and I thought how the audacity of these people to ask me this question to instill me with fear and not give me a way to get to an answer. And so left alone inside, it finally came to me. I thought, well, what are the two worst-case scenarios? Worst case possibility number one is I die, I show up at the pearly gates or wherever we go, and St. Peter or whoever is there flipping through the book of life and looks up my name, goes Eric Pearl, Eric Pearl, Eric Pearl. Hmm. You let a lot of people down a foolish path. You've got to go back and live your life over 600 times. Well, that was not a very exciting possibility. Uh. But... Worst case scenario number two is I show up, they flip through the book, they find my name, they say Eric Pearl, Eric mm-hmm. Pearl, Eric Pearl. Mm. You were given an opportunity to make a change, to open a way to have a, make a change that would have ripple effects throughout the world, possibly throughout the universe for eternity, and you didn't do it because you were afraid. And you oh. see, that was the answer that I couldn't live with. So what is prosperity? What is abundance? It's about stepping into our authentic selves, as Gary Zukav says. It's about stepping into who and what we are and not making our choices out of fear, but making them out of love. And what I hope I'm about is being able to look back on my life when I leave this planet and smile and say, I'm glad I made a change and I'm glad I made my choices from love. What a great way to end this segment. Dr. Eric Pearl, everyone. Eric, thank you so much for joining me here today. Many blessings to you, and I can't wait for the next time we chat. Dr. Uh, Eric Pearl, everyone. my pleasure. All right. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by Transformation Talk Radio being brought to you on WBLQ, 1230 a.m. on your dial. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
Thoughts of separateness erased. 